1: Welcome, welcome. Welcome to the LC and Jack Radio Show with your boys, LC and the Bread Man. Hold it down. Give us a shout here in the studio. You can reach us live and direct at area code 347 843 4738. Up close and personal, Urban Talk Radio. Well, we thank you for joining us for another edition of the show. I guess the holiday edition, the Thanksgiving edition. And I tell you, I'm still full from all that turkey. And I think I got feathers growing uh, on my back here. (laughs) That's so much turkey that I devoured Thanksgiving Day. But it was really great, family, friends, a great opportunity to just spend times with those people that you love. And let's not take it for granted that you know, you, you're you going to see them tomorrow, or next week, or next year. You have to enjoy the moment and enjoy. Give thanks for all that you have, all the ones that are there for you. And what else can you say? It's just a great time. And the next big holiday is right around the corner. So just sit back, relax, and continue to enjoy... Great radio here on the L.C. and Jack Radio Show. Again, uh, give us a call, 347-843-4738. The bread man is somewhere about and on the show. Back at it. What is the word there, bread? Gobble, gobble, wobble, wobble. Are you okay?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yeah, that's the new word for the weekend, baby. Gobble, gobble, wobble, wobble. Because after you gobble, you start to wobble. <laughs> that's it.
1: No doubt about it. Mm-hmm. tell you, it was great, man, uh, being in the house, seeing you and your family. Yes, sir. Out, uh, you know, we had a chance to celebrate, and it was, like I said, it was great.
2: Like old times, man, like old times, man. It never changes. It just gets better, you know?
1: That's right. That is the case. Definitely a great time, and... I tell you, I think this is the best time of time of year right now. You know, even though the weather gets sometimes a little nasty, mm-hmm. it's just a, a great time to to be out there and enjoy all those those people that you like to be you know be with. It, that's it. So, but um, yeah, man. So uh, like I said, it was great. Black Friday was yesterday, and I had a chance just to kick back and vegetate.
2: That's it, not man. One, I meditated too. Did you hear it? Oh man, I, I, felt my, I felt myself growing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I herminated yesterday all day. Didn't go out. I just
1: it, it's crazy Black in. Friday. Can't deal with those lines.
0: Nah,
2: man.
1: I'm not. I'm not one to deal with all of that. I, I mean, I'm going to venture out today. And okay. Hopefully Hopefully, won't be as crazy. Yep. But um, it is. It's. Uh, it's you know, some great sales, I'll tell you that. I was out, I think it was Monday or Tuesday. I don't think Black Friday already started. The sales are crazy. Yeah, yeah, they start early,
0: man. Yeah, they start early, now. yeah,
1: they they start early nowadays. You know, so enjoy, go out there, get yours. Because the bargains are here. It's one of the best times if you're looking for yourself, for family, which is right around the corner here as far as Christmas, so... It's a great time to kind of stock mm-hmm. up, or if you're one that don't want to leave the house, you can do that too. And they'll drop everything right at your doorstep these days. Cyber Monday is a couple days away. I
2: don't, I don't, I don't trust them guys, the FedEx guys. They be throwing stuff though. You know, they make sure it's not fragile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I know. They've. they've <laughs> I you're, don't think, them. <laughs>
0: you,
1: you're right. I don't think people really get it with cameras and everything else everywhere these days. Wherever you go, there's, there's somebody's videotaping something.
2: That's it. So, you got to, it, man. People are getting away with stuff, man.
1: It's crazy. But you have to you have to realize even the FedEx man forgot that there's a camera that people have mm-hmm. at the doorstep. Beating up garbage now.
2: cans. Beating up garbage cans. Throwing expensive, fragile, 50-inch uh, um, TVs over the fence because they're not home. Come on, man. What's up with that? <laughs> yeah, it's
1: crazy, man These guys are getting caught red-handed It's like, whoa
2: <laughs> But the police can shoot people And still get away, you know, with murder You know what I'm saying? Come on
1: Let's Yeah, it was, that. um Yeah, the Ferguson, you know We want to jump it out. Definitely, uh Ferguson, I, I didn't have a chance, Brett That really, honestly, uh and, and you could probably speak about it If you followed the case I really didn't follow it as tightly As I would have liked hmm bits and pieces. Of course, I, I know the, you know, the backdrop of the case, but I didn't really follow the specific details that is needed to make a, a specific opinion. But uh, I guess I'll let you run with it, and you know, give you an overview of, of, of what you thought, and, uh, and you know, uh, obviously the grand jury didn't didn't. Agree with a lot of people. I mean, there's been demonstrations all over the country. It's how big this case is.
2: Yeah, well, that's what they predicted anyway, and uh, it, it came to light, you know, about the uh, the prosecuting attorney or whatever, and, and the governor. You know, they they already predicted what was going to happen, and from what I read, the inconsistency of the stories. That's what made them decide not to uh, charge him. You know. But they gonna take his word and his inconsistencies plus his witnesses that called into the radio shows and gave their accounts of it, you know. I think they should have charged him just on that mere fact to see what they can really get the truth out of, them,
0: you know. Mhm.
2: Because they can bring in whoever they want and then throw out whatever they don't want to decide to uh,
1: listen to. You yeah, know? just because you get indicted doesn't mean that you're guilty, it just yeah. means that they feel yeah. there's enough it's a
2: cause, You're,
1: yeah. Right, right, right. You're exactly right. It's definitely, uh, you know, they, 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 you know, I think that's what a lot of people upset too, because they, they thought it would be an opportunity to really
2: get the truth out, you know. Right. Get these witnesses and cross-examine them and all that stuff, and, and then decide, let a jury decide, or even a judge decide. I don't know, you know. hmm But uh, it's, it's crazy. Um, you know, I, I got a, I had a real connect. You know, I had uh, some friends that's on the ground down there. Uh, my friend who, uh, Mary Moore, uh, she's a uh, TV producer for BET News, and she, for Justice for uh, Ferguson, and she's uh, down there, you know, doing her thing. And uh, I keep in touch with her, and you know, hopefully she'll call in and she can give her overview. I've seen her uh in action, you know, getting the rest of herself. Uh, just just uh, doing her job, you know, capturing um what the police were doing to people and you know and everything like that. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, it's definitely um a very very sensitive case. Uh I I tell you just a lot of demonstrations uh, like we said across the country and you know what, uh, and the people don't want to put up with injustice anymore. And um, you know, it's really good to see that it's not just the Al Sharpens of the world that mm-hmm. kind of make the statement now. We don't rely on one man.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We we have people that really say, you know what, this this is not right, and um, they're speaking up. So that's that's always a a, a positive thing. Yeah. Um, and, and don't get me wrong I love Al And what he does mm-hmm. But We've come so far We can't mm-hmm. rely On one individual To kind of Carry that mm-hmm. Weight on his shoulders Yeah We gotta yeah. be able To have other people Step up Yeah Let's just say You know what This this isn't This isn't right
0: mm-hmm.
1: we, we You know some other
2: people Are doing what they're doing Cause some people Don't know how to uh, Do it the correct way, you know. They 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 only go by what they know, you
0: know. Right. Some
2: people are level headed. Some people are not. And you're gonna get all different walks of life trying to get that point across. But they're always gonna focus on the negative, you know. Even when they do negative, we're focusing on what they're doing, and they're focusing on what we're doing. What, you know, what the people are doing at the same time, and that's where the conflict is, you know. And uh, they 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 have a little bit more power because they have the television programming and they can show what they want to show and, and, and decipher what the rest of the world is going to see, you know? You know, just like the parade they had the other day. They were showing the parade, you know, the Thanksgiving Day Parade, but they didn't show the, the protesting around the corner, you know?
1: Yeah, well, you know, that's, that's not going to happen when,
0: yeah.
2: you
1: yeah. know, Thanksgiving and... Yeah, you know they're not going to get into that. But it was like I said, it was it was good to see that across the country, right in New York. I mean, they were just shut yeah. shut things shutting down. down. They were shut down. You know
2: what I'm saying? Shut yeah, things down, man. It's it was
1: something that was like, needs to be changed, Whoa. man. Yeah, yeah. You know, they they would, there's
2: a lot of special interest groups out there that's, that's doing things and getting things done. And this is a special interest group too to try to change the law. Of police brutality And and, and, You know Taking people out For no reason Yes Yeah That's a specific interest group (laughs) Life is is, is Very uh, Precious man You only get one life And it shouldn't be cut short Because of some Little altercation Or something You know On that matter You turn into Violent and death And people in mourning For no reason You know
1: I agree. It's just, it's it's just so much. I mean, people kill people now like it's no big deal.
2: Like nothing. Like nothing.
1: Yeah, it's it's scary to 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 think about. You know how people view life these days. Like you know what? We can kill this guy. It's no big deal. And. I tell you, we, we really need to, uh, and, and, and and you know the positive thing is, you know, it, it looks like, you know, we're starting to, you know, hopefully, people will speak up and and say, you know, this is this is not right and it's not acceptable. Yeah. You know, so I, I tell you, man, it's it, it, it's it's it's. It's a tough time, man. And, and, but, um, you know, we got to hang in there and continue to uh, do what we do, whether it's via this show or whether it's via different, you know, avenues out there of, of keeping, keeping the audience in tune to what's happening and just making sure we verbalize or we take social media or however we communicate and letting letting the world know when something's not right that's true you know because if we if we if you allow if you allow injustices to continue and people figure out you know what we can keep doing it so you know i'm very i'm very happy in that sense Social media has been has been fantastic in that way. Allows you to have a voice and means not me mean, yeah means and means and means people
2: a big voice. That's, That's right.
1: Allow you to express yourself and you don't have to wait for somebody to mm-hmm. give you a mic or on TV to be able to do that. Yeah. But we do have a call there, Brad. Uh, why don't okay. we take a phone call? We've had All several right, calls. Good.
0: Okay,
2: that'll work.
1: That'll work. Let's see if this is going to work today. Hello, you're on the LC and Jack radio show. Who, who do we have on the line?
3: Um, hi, this is Mary from Disclosure News, Maine, um, in St. Louis.
1: How are you, Mary? How's mm-hmm. everything?
3: Um, pretty
2: hectic.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, hi, I think, Mary. Um, how you
2: doing? Hey, how you guys doing? We're doing great. I'm glad you called in. Uh, I've been um, a Facebook friend of yours for a couple of uh, weeks now, and uh, I'm really excited that you were able to come through and share some light on the Ferguson situation.
3: Yeah, well, thanks for having me. And this is good timing because soon, you know, we've got like three protests that are scheduled so far. You know, we're we're getting them in as they as they're going on. So definitely no quiet in the city, which is good.
1: Yeah, that was my big concern, Mary. That a lot of times when we have injustices in wherever it's at, is that unfortunately a lot of times is in in the minority neighborhoods. And then after everything is said and done, we destroy what we have in our community—the the stores, the just the the support systems around us. And when we demonstrate, it, it just you know, it all kind of collapses and, and like I said, when things are all said and done, whether we're talking about out in California or wherever these things happen, there's no quick rebuild process, so can can you give the audience, I guess, a whole backdrop on the situation and, and, and uh, you know, obviously I think things are kind of settling down a little bit of uh, your overview of what's happening down in Ferguson Yeah, I mean, there's so many factors
3: to this, like St. Louis you know, this is been like a band-aid from the beginning. You know, um, the killing of Michael Brown, that was just like the straw that broke the camel's back, I guess you could say. And as far as the community, when it comes to protesters, you know, you've got your main core of protesters which is against all the looting and things like that. And then you have the people that um, a lot of them come from out of town that are passionate also. So you take both of those and then you have the looting and all those things. And then, you know, you have the percentage of people that are your everyday thugs that do stuff because it's an opportunity, you know, it's a chance for them to do it. So, but at night, even though we knew that there weren't going to be justice that was going to be served, you know, it was it a was like reality hit and everybody was pissed. So, realistically, I can't say who did what, but I know the city as a whole, you know, if, there was this tension in the air, there was anger in the air, you know, there was disbelief, even though we knew that there wasn't going to be any justice that was served that day, you know? Mm-hmm
0: true it's so true
3: yeah so um with that being said you know a lot of the news stations that were here you know they're tired of covering the story you know i was told that um it wasn't going to be much news you know any longer but the thing is they they're not doing this for the news you know they're doing this for an outcome to where a cop will get actually charged you know there's enough probable cause here. Um, for uh, Officer Darren Wilson, you know, we've had people that were protesters that were literally rolling, taking apples and rolling them in the streets. You know, the officers of Ferguson, they stopped handing out tickets over there. They found any reason to arrest you. And, and you know, they have video cameras and things like that to where – if they feel like you're a threat, they're gonna come back. They're gonna pluck you out the crowd. So you've had clergy members, you've had, you know, Dr. Cornell West come get arrested. You've had protesters get arrested. I mean, it doesn't matter, young, old, black, white. They've been arrested. But the one person that hasn't had any paperwork on him is Officer Darren Wilson. When wow. there's a that we know that yes, somebody died, and there's evidence of, of both sides. So that right there is enough to know that he could have charges brought on him, but there's none. At the risk of a whole city and whole nation now being, you know, screwed up.
2: Yeah. Well said. I mean, that right there is just what it is. And it's like you just feel helpless, you know, because we can do all that we can. We can do the peaceful marching. We can do the... the the looting what have you if if we can't get nothing done your hands are just like tied to what what else can we do we exhausted all our resources and I know you've been through the grind and everybody else your support system we're doing it just from our way of just talking about it keeping it active you know so we just feel helpless
3: well, yeah, because the people that are empowered to do something about it, they're not empowered. I mean, they're not empowering us, you know. Um, this could have been prevented, you know. I've never had a case that I've seen personally where a prosecutor refused to prosecute and they help the defense more than they do their own, the people, you know, Un- unheard of, you know. So that's a issue right there. And then the governor, you know, for him to come and and waste all this money, you know, this is money that if we had it like that, we could be feeding people and doing other things, putting in education. Um, you put your whole city at risk and like I said, now it's it's domino, you know, now you've got people that are getting their property destroyed, you know, and so on and so on and so on, all because you refuse to do your job, you know? I, I just don't understand that. And so hopefully, you know, that they're gonna people are gonna step up and do something to impeach this governor. I mean, I voted for this guy in the past. If I had known what I know now, I never would have cast a vote for this man. Wow, never,
2: unbelievable, unbelievable.
3: You know, there's no trust there. You know, um, and there's no effort, and and they're pompous about it. They're they're sticking out their chest and saying, okay, well, this is what this is how it is. You swallow this pill. Well, they don't want to swallow the pill. It's it's not right. You know, and we've had two other murders here in this city. By at the hands of police officers, you know, so it's not going to go away. And we've had people that were, you know, witnesses come up dead. We've, you know, there's just so many things that are going on, you know, as to where there's no trust. Wow. That's
2: something else. That is, that's just unbelievable.
3: Yeah. So the only thing that the protesters know to do is make people uncomfortable. And that's what they mean by no justice, no peace. You know, there's not going to be peace in the shopping mall. You know, they don't have the power to do things legally. So this is how they know how to make their voice, you know, be felt.
0: Exactly. You know, right. Go
3: out. You, you shouldn't be comfortable. Anytime you get comfortable with kids getting killed, you know, there's something wrong, you know. So no comfortable. If, it, if it's uncomfortable for you to go shopping, so be it, you know. hmm
1: Mary, what is the the feeling about a federal uh, investigation or a federal indictment? What is the thought around that?
3: Well, a lot of people feel that if they're doing their job the right way and uncovering things, then Ferguson is going to be in trouble, you know, because this has been a long history of, you know, um, discrepancies and and things like that. So, you know, if they're really doing a legitimate job and catching them before they – destroy evidence or change things like that then you know a good outcome but if the results are going to end up just like what happened the other night then there is no faith you know so I know right now what what I'm hearing is that they're trying to get together enough signatures or however the process is and get another prosecutor you know since it's not a double jeopardy thing as far as murder since there are no charges they're they're trying to get McCullough um, removed
0: Yeah
3: You know Which I feel like That's a must You know A
2: definite must Yeah They, they just gotta keep pushing I mean I feel the same way You gotta keep pushing yeah. can't give up On anything You know Even The bad stuff That's behind you or, or standing next to you You just gotta Just move on from that And keep pushing Because what what's in front of you Is the worst Yeah <laughs> What's in front of us Is the worst thing I've ever seen In my life
3: yeah, because you're going to have retaliation on police officers. You're oh, going to yeah. have these police officers think that it's okay to do what they're doing. They're not going to learn a lesson. As of right now, they haven't learned a lesson. You know, it, it, I mean, the lesson to them probably is that we could cover it up better. You know what I mean? You take it to the alley and then just ahead or whatever it's going to go. I mean, we've had um, protesters who I know personally that are credible come on TV. Um, they give interviews to how they pulled over and a gun kicked their head, you know, saying that they've been watched. You know, by the police. I mean, things like that. You know, they're they're not learning a lesson. They're getting more aggressive, you know,
0: honestly.
3: I was arrested. I mean, let's talk about that. I was arrested for um, holding a camera while while shooting footage. And it's funny because um, I gave them hell because I don't even get parking tickets. You know, it's funny. And Uh I was fully arrested because I was shooting. I was the only media at that moment that was down there. Um, at the scene. You know, I got there and been there for six minutes, arresting it under 1.46. Had CNN hat on, had on um, credentials for my magazine. And I had an officer tell me, it was, you know, it's a bunch of officers. One of them told me, he goes, yeah, I want to see that one that had that footage, you know, of the teeth. I mean, things like that. They're, They're petty. You know, these are people in grown people's positions, but they act like little kids. You know, they're petty. So, I mean, they don't want you... Focusing on them, but the things that they do make you focus on, you know?
0: Yeah, so yeah You don't
2: definitely. even get that in war zones over in Iraq, and they let the media shoot
0: well, while yeah. everybody
2: else is shooting each other, like a referee in a football game. You,
0: know, yeah. you don't touch the ref.
2: You don't touch the ref. When you're fighting <laughs> right. or, or you're or, the or or in a ring, if you're in a right. ring kickboxing, the ref is untouched, and you're, you're the referee of what's going on.
0: So that right. shows
2: you. How calculated everything is, and yeah. the most calculated it made thing focus. I've
3: seen. Yeah. yeah, it made the media focus even more. I mean, I'm not the only one. You know, I wasn't yeah. the first. Truly, I won't be the last. You know, you yeah. um, had people from the Washington Post. I mean, you had several credible, you know, people that you know aren't a hazard. You know, we're doing our job, which is simply pointing the camera. You know,
0: mm-hmm.
2: that's what you're there for. You know? So, oh, crazy. what it is? <laughs> yeah, I understand. We definitely understand. We're watching every day, uh, every every aspect of it. You know, I get I've been getting news feeds for years because I have a friend that lives in St. Louis, and I always like had the uh, news feed from St. Louis right. on you know, my Yahoo. So when I had met you, I was like, Oh, I already got a friend there. <laughs> you know, so yeah. Uh, just, I mean, only funny. reason I
3: wasn't out. Yeah, the only reason I wasn't out yesterday is because you know the elements finally got to me. I mean, because we are yeah. out here in the rain, snow. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. back and forth, you know, county, city. I mean, not only are we focusing on, you know, Michael Brown's case, but we're focusing on Von Derrick Meyer's case. You mm-hmm. know, but the the difference is their city, you know, which is different than the county. Their city made a smart decision, which is to have an outside, you know, board take mm-hmm. over the case and not this prosecutor as we do. Mm-hmm. So that they're trying to get it going in the right direction, you know. But yes, there's still some discrepancies when it comes to the police story and and the witnesses, you know. But at the end of the day, it's not dependent on this one man that's never won a case like this before,
2: and, and has bias,
3: you know, because of what happened to his own
2: dad. You know, what really got lost in in the uh, fray is that that radio interview. Somebody. Called in to the radio station a while back when everything was fresh, and she was she was the only witness on his side giving his account because he didn't give a, a police report, so he gave his report to her and she called into the radio station, and the stuff that she said about what Michael Brown was saying to the cop during all that shooting is no way it can be. I'm yeah, saying bring her in for pretty perjury, pretty. you know, because she went on pretty. the national news media.
3: Right. It, it, I mean, it if if the police will lie, think about it like this, if the police will go on record and lie, then so will your friends. That's what
2: I'm saying. Yeah. But you can leave Martha Stewart went to jail for perjury. If you perjure yourself right. you
0: know what
2: I'm saying? Right.
3: And and nobody believed that, you know, that was just another yeah. person went out being foolish, you know, because that was not the accounts of what happened at all. And it was Maybe. after the and you know if you did something. You're going to come out, and if you know something, you're going to come out right away. You're not going to wait and concoct the story later on. Like, mm-hmm. nobody's a foolish. You know, these teams aren't that foolish. These parents aren't that foolish, and the media's not that foolish, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Nobody's a foolish.
3: Come on. <laughs> Darren Wilson had three months to go ahead and get his stuff together. He had three yeah. months to get to prepare. You didn't see an emotion with Darren Wilson because he had already, you know, been um, been taught, been you know, what He's to say. Yeah.
0: He's been
2: coached. And then they're gonna come out the day of the um, the uh, announcement, and they have an interview on ABC. It was everything yeah. was calculated. Everything, too soon. Oh, now he and, wants to come and, out because he already knew. He knew ahead of time.
3: And, and it's too soon. That's what I mean. If you see any future, any any further violence and things like that, it's gonna be a reflection of of his Darren Wilson's attorney coming out and Darren Wilson coming out being so you know just unemotional, unapologetic, you know, and to say that you would do it again.
0: That might be-
3: is the reason why the charges on his head. You know, you've you got to be quiet. You know, George Zimmerman, it took a minute before he came out, even though he was still doing stupid stuff. You know, there wasn't that just, you know, flaunting it inside the camera. And the thing is, that doesn't mean that you're innocent. That just means that there wasn't enough, you know, to put charges on you. You're not innocent of it. You know, they're still a bad voice.
2: Yes, they just couldn't prove whatever
3: Oh man. You know, this is, it never went to the court. And the thing is, the city would be better. Even, you know, nobody would like it. But even if, you know, charges were filed and it was allowed to be in the court and he was found there and Wilson was found innocent, it would be an easier pill to swallow than you saying, you know what, that life wasn't even worth the paper to fill out.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: So that's the problem and the, uh, the severity of it.
1: Okay. So what where where do we where where are we going from here? Where um is there any any idea if if federal charges will be able to move forward at this point? I know it's early.
3: I mean yeah, no we're died. still waiting. Yeah, we're still waiting to hear that. You know, I mean something's gotta give because you can't keep, you know, having um National Guard I mean they're everywhere. I mean I live in a decent community which is you know close but yet still far um and i have national guard people i have the national guard in my shopping center where i go to the store i mean they're everywhere we we can't live in the war zone you know i mean i've seen more tanks the last few days than i have when i lived on an army post you know wow yeah so we can't keep living like this so something's gonna have to give you know um Last time I checked, I didn't know that we had the money to keep funding things like this. And the and the issues, it's not with the National Guard being here. We know that they had an order to do. You know, the issue is with the police. The National Guard, they're not standing there looking at you, mugging you, and, and making facial expressions, you know, like, yeah, you're going to get it. I mean, just the whole demeanor is different of the National Guard versus the police, you know. And, and that's the problem. You know, if these police were, were to act like this National Guard acted, there wouldn't be these problems.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, it's kind of like you have a bully, and that bully, you know, when you're in front of the principal, that bully, you know, sticking out their tongue or their face saying, you know what, just wait, you know. And and that's, that's the whole, you know, um, the attitude. You know, you've got a few officers that hate that they're next to the ones that are not good, and I have seen – um some positive changes in the officers. You know, they've been going to like a sensitivity training before this. You know, when they thought everything was going to be okay, which we we knew never was going to be okay. You know,
1: so yeah, I, I've but been su- I've been surprised around the country. We were talking a little bit uh, before you came on of the diversity of the protest. I mean, it's not just yeah. been one race.
3: No, it's, it's been- mixed.
1: Beautiful mix,
3: you know, it's a beautiful mix, and that's why we like it. You know, it's young, it's old, it's black, it's white, you know, it's foreign. I mean, it's not, it it may have started out with Darren Wilson as a place out of of racism, but it's not going to end like that, you know. It's opened the dialogue that St. Louis itself and maybe the country should have had ages ago, you know. Um, it's allowing people to make changes. You know, there's people that didn't realize that they were contributing to racism or whatever. And the same, at the negative part of it, the people that are racist is, is elevated their stance, you know? So, you know, hopefully the good outweigh the bad, you know, we're always going to have the bad, but right now we try to focus on the good because there's people who I know that are protesters. I never would have had one single word, you know, our lifestyles were completely different. Now, these people have united, and it's kind of like a community family. You know, I'm the press, but I still go to events where, you know, there might be a protest or cookout, you know. I try to show the goodness of what's going on and not just the ugly.
1: Yeah, definitely. And, you know, hopefully, unfortunately, uh, you know, we we lost another young um, black youth. And just hopefully we, us as a as a nation, like like you were saying, is able to, Um, Take this unfortunate act that happened, his death, and able to kind of spin this in a a way of reshaping just the whole country and the way things are done.
3: Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's got to be, it's got to get better. It can't get worse, you know. We can't keep having kids out in the street, you know, in the blazing sun dead when they have their hands up, you know. Um, look at all the people that have went out to do, shoot up schools and things like that. You've had people, or the kid that shot up the um, movie theater, you know, he, he came out alive.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, he had a gun. They know he had a gun. They know he killed somebody, you know. that That was proof. This kid didn't have a gun. They know he didn't have a gun, but yet he's dead and no charges. I mean, so it, 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 it's got to be the same kind of treatment, you know, all the way around the board.
2: And there was a couple yeah, of incidents where, where they had two two cases where a white guy uh, was walking with a gun in, in the middle of a park, and they did not shoot him right away. I mean, they shot him, but they shot him one time, and he went down. Another case for a <laughs> white man who's wielding a, a knife or a hat, to, they shot him in the leg or whatever, you know? It's, it's different. It's different results, you different. know? It, it is. They have compassion when when it's, when it's a white person. But when it's a black yeah. person, they don't even need no uh, uh, threat or not It's just involuntary. They, they, they go shooting right away. Yeah, and, and there's no tasers
3: involved. There's no shooting in the legs. I mean, there's a lot. You know, the Army do this every day, and they don't kill. You know, they can take people in if they want to. So, and, and these these police, you know, these are policemen that are getting, you know, the community's paying their salary. They're paying them to kill them, you know?
1: That's
2: right. Wow. Yeah. Uh, that's unbelievable. Well,
1: that's we appreciate you, Reaching out to us And giving us Really the And you know The On site Right Information well, which is, I appreciate it, it
3: too And anytime You know you guys want it I'll give it to you And I know
4: You know you're going to have
3: Listeners that are not Going to agree with What's going on But we live here We're in it And we see it And we know the truth We're not You know guessing About what's going on So as we You know we're calling it Like we see it You know unfortunately We have to see it
2: But this is the truth Of what's going on yeah, and that's why we're here because the ones that's against it they, they don't have a clue they, don't they, don't, they don't know they don't or want to know. I don't care they don't, care. They, don't care. they don't have compassion um I mean, is it a reptile matter what white or black it, it's the same thing, you know I mean, there's white kids getting killed, but not at the alarming rate is of black youth right and, and we don't see black cops shooting white kids i mean I mean, if there's a percentage out there, I want to see it you know
3: right, right. and us, we don't see black good. cops killing black kids you know that's yeah. something we don't really see a lot of so well, that's of, just of the story
2: because when you listen to those uh those uh, rush rush and Hannah they always bring up black statistics against oh, yeah. ourselves you know so well, that's look the, at those, those statistics, you look at those
0: statistics <laughs> of you white people killing black you know
3: yeah you know, we don't talk about you know how many times that they go to a school and shoot up kids. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't we don't do that. We're not that petty. Mm-hmm. Like, that.
0: Mm-hmm. the reality
3: is, you have good people that are black, you have bad people that are black, you have good mm-hmm. people that are white, and bad people that are black. It's not a you're better than I'm situation. It's a, a situation is bad, and let's fix it. That's mm-hmm. what the situation mm-hmm. is.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I hope our prayers go out to to the whole. Uh, Ferguson and surrounding areas. And well, uh, I will
3: message. I'm I'm in close contact with everybody and I will let them know, you know, that you gave me the outlet, you know, let your listeners um know what's going on and that you you know you care, you know. It goes a long way because that's the only thing that's keeping this family strong.
1: That's what it is. Definitely reach out to us, keep us informed. Uh we have a weekly show, as you know from, from my partner and uh, let us know if there's something um, uh, or or we, we you have some instrumental uh, guests out there or people that want to jump on and, and, and give us some additional information on what's happening. Uh, let us know um, what we can do to help.
3: Well, we can definitely do that. I mean, you know, I have an outlet of everybody that would love to have their, you know, their story told if it's going to help, you know. So um, I will be in touch. And, again, thank you guys very much. And you have a nice weekend.
1: You're very
3: welcome, man. Okay, bye-bye, guys.
1: Enjoy the holiday. Bye-bye. I'll tell you, Brett, what a great opportunity to get up close and personal down in Ferguson. Great job by uh, the Brett man and, and, um, you know, uh, someone that's right on the scene giving us what is the... Situation in, in Ferguson. Obviously, a lot of times on TV, you only get what media is going to give you. You're not going to get the real perspective. And what's great about the internet is that we got the power to connect to people that will give us the real, the real deal. So we we thank uh, Mary. What's the last name, Brett? Mary Moore. Mary Mary Moore. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mary Moore uh, for. Uh, giving us a call and and letting us know. So, uh, like I said before, our hopes, uh, our prayers go out to all those individuals out down there that are really trying to bring the truth to light. And I I think that's what anybody wants, is to get the truth of a a tragic situation. And, uh, you know, it's just not going to get any better because... You know hopefully the federal the feds will come in and and the story will be told. I think if there was an, an indictment, there would be a, a little bit more confidence in in the system that we look- you know mm-hmm. that we use. but when it breaks down, you know the confidence factor in our justice system is not there. And unfortunately, you know, we want to. We want to. When that doesn't happen, we need mm-hmm. to take two other measures to get the word out. So this is a great media to do that. And we encourage you. Give us a call. You can reach us at area code three four seven eight four three four seven three eight. Hit us up on email, LC and Jack at gmail dot com Facebook Twitter you name it let us know what you're thinking your thoughts you agree disagree you from Ferguson you have you wanna you have information that hasn't been disclosed let us know. We can get the word out. That's what's so great about the internet.
2: Yes, yeah, powerful
1: the voice thing. Voice will be man. heard. It's a powerful thing. Voice will be heard. So, with that said, Brad, uh, do you have anything before we uh, take a, a brief pause for the course?
2: Well, I got a uh, happy birthday shout out, real quick, to my man, Jalil Hutchins, Hutchins down in ATL. You know him as uh, in Group Houdini. So I want to give him a real quick shout out. Uh, we'll come
1: back after this little break. And we will do that. Here we go. Hi, I'm Evelyn Champagne
3: King. I'm here at the L C and Jack Radio
0: Show. Hi, this is Gloria Gaynor, and you're listening to the
3: LC and Jack Radio Show.
0: Hey, yo, what up? This is Keith
2: Murray. I'm telling my boy LC and Jack on the L C and Jack Radio Show. Dead Squad LOD. Check out my new single, Laws of Polarity. Peace. This is Jim Brown. I'm on the LC and Jack Show.
1: Yo, this is Fred, the Hammer, Williamson. Check out the LC and Jack Show. If you got nothing else to do during the day or at night. Make your life a lot more exciting. Check it out. L.C. and Jack Show. All right? aye, All right. All right. Mm. We back we- at it. <laughs> Love Fred, baby. Got to get Fred back on. Yes,
2: sir. Yes, sir. We got to get him over the mortars. We got to get him over the mortars. We made that little contest we talked about earlier. You know what I'm saying? That's right.
1: <laughs> got to get Fred back on. Hey, you know, all our guests have been great. <laughs> I tell you, he's he's up there, though, baby. On uh, great interviews, just a really great guy. And and uh, with, if you're listening there, Fred, which I know you listen to time to time, we're going to be giving you a shout here in a minute and you get you bring it back up and and see what you got cooking for 2015 because 2014 Ooh. is just about out. 2014 is just about out here. Got another four weeks. And uh, we'll be saying Happy New Year 2015. Mm-hmm. So uh, you kind of started off there, Brad. I uh, want to give a couple of birthday shout-outs. want to give a uh, ha- happy birthday to the quarterback of the Super Bowl champion, Seattle Seahawks, Mr. Russell Wilson. Uh, happy birthday to R&B superstar, Trey Songs. I'm going to give a happy birthday to legendary DJ, cool DJ Red Alert. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday to a past guest on the show, all time linebacker for the New York Giants. He's also a Hall of Famer, as well, on top of all that good stuff, Mr. Harry Carson. Happy birthday there Also to uh, Jocelyn Happy birthday to you Many more to come And uh, to all those out there And uh, oh Gotta give a birthday shout to my man Norm He just celebrated a birthday here Last couple of days Bringing it, Bring it in
0: mm-hmm.
1: Give a birthday shout also Almost forgot to my stepmom Linda Bringing it in as well so, and to you, if you got a birthday, and, uh, you know, happy birthday from the LC and Jack radio show. What do you got there, Brett?
2: You know I'm backed up with a little bit, you know what I'm saying, because we've been off the air for a little while, but, you know, I got my people uh, lined up, so I'm going to shout them out. Miss Sabrina R. down in the ATL. Shanice Goodrich, I'm going to give you a big shout-out down in ATL also. Miss Anna Aviles. Out in New York, Marie Reyes, out in Queens. My uh, childhood friend, Mr. Michael Salerno, up in Mayapack, New York. I'm going to wish him a speedy recovery, you know what I'm saying, get well soon. Miss Maggie Leon, out there in Uniondale, New York. Amanda Hicks, way out there on the West Coast, I'm going to give you a shout-out, girl. Miss Jocelyn Powell McFadder out there in Great Neck, Want to give you a big shout-out. Another childhood uh, friend of mine, Mr. Chucky Mitchell up in Peekskill, New York. I want to give you a big shout out. Down in Fort Lauderdale, my homeboy, my ace, John Cook. want to give you a big shout out on the LC and Jack show. Mr. Harry Moss, one of my old school friends, Ava Avalez, Ralphie Camacho out there in Houston, Texas, and John Gonzalez and his wife, Belinda. And Ms. Tanya Abrahams out in Long Island. I want to give all those people who are listening in today a big shout-out on the LC and Jack show. Oh, and Mike Koch. He's checking in. One of my homeboys up in White Plains. We've got to, to shout-out to, to Koch. You know what I'm saying? Because he's a Leo. and He's going to come to my big Hawaiian explosion that's going down next summer in uh, Hawaii. So y'all check it out. The website is not up, but you can check it out on Facebook. And uh, see what's going on with Cornbread's Hawaiian Exposure, man, 2015.
1: That's going to be a big event, like, big event. I know. I know. The word is out. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's going kind of crazy for it. So I was like, yeah. whoa. Yeah,
2: man. So We're going to make it happen, baby. We're going to make it happen. So everybody who missed the rooftop, they're like, yo, I ain't missing this one. I was like, all right, let's get it in. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had that YouTube video, that rooftop. They was like, yo, I didn't know it was going to be like that. Well, you haven't been hanging around long enough then.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's it, baby. That's it. Well, the bread man kind of catching up. We're back at it. And we should. And I know we've been promising some guests. We've we've had some reshuffling on that. But uh, they will happen. Um, I believe. Let's see. What date is this? Actually, I want to say possibly next week we have a guest. If not. I'm sure we'll have a topic that we'll be discussing, so feel free to give us a shout at any time, 347-843-4738. I know we had some calls on hold, and I guess uh, the lines were jammed, and I guess people got tired of holding. So uh, you can give us, give us a call back, and uh, we'll go right at it. So, actually, we do have a call. Just buzzing in on line two, yep. Brett. So, yeah, uh, that's my man. That's
2: my man. Mike Cutts in the house. (laughs) On
1: the Elsie and Jack radio show, who we have on the line?
4: This is Michael Salerno from Mayapac, New York. What's up, Mike? What's up, Redman?
2: Hey, man, I'm chilling, man. You know, get well soon, man. It's been a long time, man. We got to catch up. We ain't seen each other like 50 years. (laughs) Oh, God,
4: it feels like 100. I know. (laughs) We haven't actually spoken in probably 30 years. Wow. In a way, is tragic, but it's also amazing that after 30 years, we can still be in touch. Yes, sir,
2: man. The power of the Internet, man. I'm, I'm so happy because over the years, I thought about all the people I grew up with, and I was like, you know, every now and then, I'll run into somebody in the mall if I go on white planes or on the highway at a red light or something, but now the Internet, now I ain't got a new number. Sitting at home, say, yo, Mike, what's good? How you doing? <laughs>
4: yep,
2: Look, that, that whole Ferris Avenue
4: crew is still kicking
2: yes, around. It. Yes, it, man. So the Ferris Avenue. Yes, awesome.
4: <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I very much appreciate the shout out. It's kinda of hard to keep upbeat, you know, when you're laying on your back recovering from surgery, but uh okay. it is an absolute pleasure to hear your voice again.
2: Oh man, same here my man. Same here. Yeah. Get, get
4: Thirty
2: years, cool, huh? Man. Yeah, man, it's been a while, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, we
4: met in elementary school, the two of us. Yeah. We were like peas in a pod back then.
0: Yeah, man, we were doing it. <laughs> That's
4: Absolutely.
1: good, man. It's always, it's always good to be in contact with, especially friends from elementary. Those are your really true, true friends.
4: Those are the formative years, probably some of your best and most important teachers who still don't get the recognition that they deserve, mm-hmm. and some of the friends that, that form the basis of your personality for the rest of your life.
1: So true, so true. I can't uh, paint the picture any clearer than what you just did. I've, uh, fort- I'm fortunate to have uh, uh, about four or five friends from elementary, so and we're still pretty tight. So it is a blessing to have those individuals. Uh, still Absolutely. In
4: it shows that they really are the, the foundation of your life and the foundation of the, the person that you become as an adult. There's
1: no doubt about it. You're quickly recovering, Mike. Uh, in the hospital still, or you're actually no, home?
4: No, I'm I'm back home. It's been uh, it's been a bit of a ride. You know, you get to the point, uh, I always like to say you turn 50 and your warranty expires and everything <laughs> just starts falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, uh, as
1: you get older, things do tend to break down. <laughs> <laughs> that is the truth.
2: You got to oil them up. You got to keep them greased, man. <laughs>
4: That's right. Absolutely. Keep those parts lubed. Holy cow.
1: That's it. Yeah, well, it been a, bit I'm,
4: I'm, of a rough ride, but I'm very lucky to have uh, good friends and, and good family to look after me.
1: Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, plans go out to you. As
4: a matter of fact, one of the original White Plains crew who actually came up to my house uh, the day before Thanksgiving and cooked up a storm. He stayed with us, fed wow. my whole family, did all the work. He's an absolutely amazing man, my best friend, Larry Rice. Wow, awesome, awesome. Shout out to Larry, Rice up, to Larry. Yep. Yeah, yeah, up to Larry. Yep, big up to Larry
1: and uh big up to uh to you, Mike, and uh, you know, God's blessing for a speedy recovery. And uh make sure you you tune in each and every week. Uh the bread man's a big part of the show. Absolutely. Uh, he's been on he's been on for, for many years now, so we keep uh keep pushing the show to higher, higher heights and uh, who knows what the future holds, but uh we hold right. it down keep, him pretty well.
4: And keep talking about these important topics like like Ferguson and, and the the horrible black mark on our our history as a country that this represents. Yeah. And the, the the clear evidence of of just a, a deeply rooted systemic problem with the mm-hmm. way that our our police force has our our police forces nationwide have have come to forget that the terms protect and serve refers to the people of the community, not to themselves. Yes. Exactly. And and all the evidence that, that people say that we live in a post-racial America, well, if, if Ferguson and what has happened around Ferguson is not clear evidence to the contrary, that we do not live in a post-racial America, that the divide between people and color and the white community has become so much a part of our daily lives that the vast majority of people have forgotten that this racial distinction still exists.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I moon, mean, if uh, it has uh, ever
4: been thrown into such stark relief, it's 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 Ferguson that has brought this back into the public eye. Mm-hmm.
1: Hey, Mike. Well, why do you think uh, the police forget that it's protect and serve for the community? Why do you think that?
4: Well, you know what? Part of the the deep problem is, and and this has happened more and more in in recent years. It's the the massive militarization of our police forces. As the government sells off all its military surplus to police departments to give them bigger weapons and stronger uh vehicles. We have we have created this atmosphere in which even the police come to perceive that they need to be militarized, that we are somehow at war with ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're at war with our own people. If you start dressing and arming police officers as if they are soldiers, of course they're going to start acting like they're soldiers.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: You know, I mean, honestly, I, I live in a smaller community. I'm in Mayapack, New York. And even our local sheriff's department has armored vehicles.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and
4: they, these things are virtually tanks rolling down the streets of our, our city. Mm-hmm. Why on earth do we need tanks in a in a rural community like this? who are we at war with
1: yeah it's a good point it, it it's it's a very good point and and uh, i ask you about protecting serving. and why because you know i think they forget a lot of times you know you, you you see these police officers and even when you get pulled over for you know whatever it is maybe blue with light or it's just a very uh you know i shouldn't be afraid to speak to the police officer I should just be able to have a conversation like we're having right now. Obviously, I know he's in a position of power, so you don't have to enforce that upon me. I already know you have you have power, but your power is given to you for you to do the right thing and not to for people to be afraid. I I think that's the thing. If someone's afraid or they're very uh, defensive. Because like this guy is going to go over, over the bounds, over his bounds,
4: and and, uh, you shouldn't really have that feeling. If every police officer proceeds on the assumption that every member of the public is guilty of something, then there's there's a fundamental imbalance in the justice system. The term "protect and serve" is supposed to be the guidelines for law enforcement. Why do you pull someone over because they have a busted taillight? Why? Because it represents a danger to the operator of the vehicle and and to others if you've got a taillight out, let's say your your turn signals don't work right? But if you pull someone over on the excuse that they have a busted taillight only to look for something else,
0: mm-hmm.
4: something fundamentally wrong with the way that we enforce the law
0: mm-hmm.
4: and and this is i mean it's very sad it's very tragic, but this is. It seems to become the the operating norm for all our our police now. Maybe not all, but the majority of police departments. They assume that every member of the public is a criminal rather than someone that that they agreed to protect.
1: You're hitting it home, sitting at home with no. that, Brad. I mean,
4: yeah.
0: you had yeah.
1: that. You have that with New York City for all our listeners around the world. Just the way. Uh, some of the tactics that we used, yeah. um, and uh, you know, so that that's kind of starting to change. But yeah, you just hit it home with that. It's just um, it's like you're guilty. In yeah. some parts of the world today, you, you have to you, know, you have to prove your innocence. You're supposed to be innocent before you before proves them guilty. It Doesn't have that so way right, a right mili- now. With the
2: that's the military state of mind because in the military you are guilty. You have to prove yourself innocent. In the civilian world, it's just the opposite. But we are civilians living in the military uh, uh, state of, of mind right now. That's what it is. Like he said earlier, you know, because I was in the military, and you are always guilty of something until you prove yourself innocent. But in the civilian world, you're innocent first, and you have to prove yourself. You know, they have to prove you guilty like that. So That's when they right. changed it around. It, it's a big problem. It's a very big Absolutely. problem. Absolutely.
4: And you know, I, I heard you guys talking earlier about about Bill Cosby and mm-hmm. the way that that Bill Cosby is being villainized in the media is is in a way a reflection of this. Yeah. Now, I'm a I was a huge fan and and Brad you'll even remember I used to yeah. do Cosby impressions when I was yeah, a child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge fan my whole life and and I had, I had great respect for this guy. Now, if he is guilty of these things that people are accusing him of, then he, of course he needs to be prosecuted and, and justice needs to be done. But if If there's no evidence for a case, there is no prosecution to be made. But the assumption is if someone says this happened, then he must be guilty.
0: Mm -hmm.
4: Well, well, where's the evidence? If there's enough evidence to take him to trial, then you take him to trial. But this business of treating him Mm -hmm. like he's a monster because someone accused him of something Mm -hmm. without any actual evidence, that's Mm -hmm. another reflection. Everybody is just automatically guilty. Mm
0: -hmm. If there's
4: evidence present the evidence, take the man to court, take the man to trial, prosecute, and, and and punish appropriately. But people have just decided this accusation has been made, and yes, by several people, but it would not be the first time that you have seen celebrities being targeted yep. just because they make such great targets. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying, even for a moment, that if this man is guilty that he should be let go because of his age, let go because of his, his celebrity status.
0: Mm-hmm. But the
4: assumption is... Hey, he must be guilty. Somebody accused him of something. He must be guilty, and that is what everybody latches on and That's another clear reflection of the wrong directions that we have taken our our justice system
1: now do you think uh, if if Bill Cosby was uh, of a different uh nationality, would he still get this, or you just think this is just the way uh the americ um the media is these days?
4: I don't think that this is an issue of color, I really don't. Okay. Um, I think it is much more an issue of celebrity, I mean here's, here is someone who was known for being a genuinely nice guy, never, never vulgar, never rough, never harsh. He lived his life to make people laugh, that's what he lived for, and he had a reputation of being a genuinely nice guy, and that's another part of what makes this accusation so horrific to so many people. I think this is more than anything it is an issue of celebrity more than anything else.
1: Okay, yeah, that's that's a good point. Um, you know, we mentioned Bill uh, you know, uh, early and also uh, the, you know, last week just because I mean, I, I think a lot of people jumped on him uh because there was there was a settlement and, and nobody knows obviously what this what what happened. But it was a settlement that he had uh, with with someone else. Doesn't mean that the the women that came out recently for whatever case that's all tied. But I think people made the assumption that yeah, you know what, he did something. He covered it up with money, and the other the other women now coming out are, you know, it, it happened to them too. So whatever he did and and they can't get information till because it was that sealed.
4: Yeah, I, well this is, uh, those, so think, this is one of those this is one of those double edged swords that happens, especially to celebrities. Mm-hmm. You get accused of something and whether it's true or not, you may choose to settle the case simply to make it go away so as not to smear your good name. Yep. But that is a, a serious double edged sword. It makes one problem go away, but the moment the word of this comes out, people are naturally going to assume <laughs> You were guilty, and you paid hush money. Now, we don't know. There's a very small number of people who actually know what the truth was behind that. And the truth, unfortunately, at this point, is almost irrelevant, because the moment the word comes out that this happened, more people are going to assume that he was guilty, and he paid to shut somebody up. That's right. The moment that word gets out, there could be people who think, oh, this is my chance to make some money off Mr. Cosby as well. Right? And Hey, he paid somebody else. Maybe this is my chance. Right. Or these people may have genuinely been victims of a crime, but we don't know. Right. And without real, proper legal proceedings, with proof and legal action, there, there again, will only be a select few people who will know. But until justice is allowed to be served properly in the court system, with presentations of evidence, no one is going to know the truth. And unfortunately...
1: I think this came up,
4: Mike. Uh,
1: Sorry to cut you off. I thought this came up, and we found out, unfortunately, after he passed away, but Michael Jackson was a perfect example where actually he never uh, did anything to one of the young boys that he was accused of, but he decided to pay to make it go away. And then later on, uh, that young, well, he's obviously an adult now, but that young boy was coerced, he said, by by his family. Right. And uh, that Michael never did anything to him. To the contrary, he was an ultimate gen- gentleman. Right. Never did and people, anything to him. And unfortunately, Michael money. settled out. Right. Right. Driven settled out. I, yeah. 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 yeah I hate said, to, you know, I I, I'm it.
4: not. A, I'm not a uh, a religious person by nature. But sometimes you can you can quote the Bible, and it's it's the most accurate thing that you can do. It is the love of money. That is the root of all evil, and that's all that drove those people—the love of money. Mm-hmm.
1: Definitely. So, yeah, you make the points uh, right on, and uh, boy, I tell you, Brad, we could get him on as a guest every so often. Uh, yeah, he's he's, hey. uh, he's he's covered the gamut on on, on a lot yeah. of different things that uh, kind yeah. of happening out there in the world today. Yeah. Uh, we definitely um, uh, again, uh, you know, enjoyed you uh, giving us a call and. Glad you and the bread man and you got know, link back up and hopefully you guys stay in contact and, and and uh make sure you tune in each and every week and uh give us a call let us know what's will on your mind do that. And, uh, we you know we the word do that. on your third show.
4: career in radio courtesy of you guys
1: uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> never that's know it, what that may happen that's,
4: that's it, it. <laughs> that's
1: it but uh speedy recovery uh there mike and uh we look forward to uh uh, to you up and around and, uh, you know, tuning
4: in and uh, I checking us that. out. Thank you, gentlemen. You both take care.
1: All right.
4: Thank you, yet, Mike.
1: Bye-bye. I tell you there, Brad. i tell you, man. We we may we have another future uh, co-host in the making yeah. there. Uh, Mike was yeah. uh, not uh, Mike-shy at all.
2: Mm-hmm, not at all.
1: This is, he's a good dude, man.
2: Ever since a young kid, he's always been That dude, man, that I used to hang around. I always hang
1: around smart people. No doubt about it. He's uh, loved his take on things. Not that you know, because I agree or disagree with it. But you know, we we like to get that feedback from you, our listeners. Uh, Hit us up and let you know your thoughts. It's not wrong or right. It's it's your opinion. That's what's so great about this world. Um, It's a free country. You can express whatever you'd like to, as long as it's peaceful. And now you just have the mediums out there through social media, radio, whatever, to get that out. So it is a really, really great time as far as that's concerned. And unfortunately, as Mike mentioned, and we did, and and uh, we had uh, most of the show we've been talking about is Ferguson. So, you know, it's it's a tragic situation. Hopefully, hopefully... Lessons will be learned, and we'll make the necessary adjustments to make sure that this child, is a, or young youth, black youth, life doesn't go in vain. You know, just hopefully, lessons will be learned, and we, we can move forward. And no one else in this country has to use, you know, lose their life over an injustice such as this. So, But um, yeah, Brett there was been a couple other things here Before we wrap the show uh, Going down for our listeners I don't know if they're aware But uh, Marion Barry a Former mayor of uh, Washington, D.C. Recently passed away He was 78 years, lo- years old And of course a lot of people Are going to m- remember him for a lot of the negative things that Marion Barry, you know, was was a part of, but really did some great things, you know, with the youth um, down in DC. And um, I, I, overall, I think Marion Barry was a good man. Unfortunately, he had a problem, and I think that problem he just he just couldn't really overcome it.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: and that problem was drugs. Yeah. But I thought he was uh, a good Natured man But you know When you hear about Mary Barry Most things you're going to hear about are negative Because just Just the things that was around him And Those things uh, made headlines Sells newspapers And all the good stuff That he did Will be swept underneath And and you won't hear about it But a lot of uh, youth uh, Praised Marion Barry uh, recently on on social media because he he had a big big heart for the youth and get in getting, getting them uh, jobs. So a uh, lot of lot of young individuals came out and and thanked him for giving him giving them an opportunity to to work. And uh, so if anything Marion Barry. And he he had an opportunity to do it, I think, was it three times was he in? Mm -hmm. It wasn't once, twice, I believe he was in office, three times. So that just tells Mm -hmm. you, man was a good man. He was just plagued with with a drug problem. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: No different than a lot of people today. Doesn't mean they're a bad person because you got a drug problem. Unfortunately, it's a sickness.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Some people have alcohol sickness.
0: Yeah,
2: Some,
1: I call smoking a sickness.
2: Yeah, and so they have uh, sex addictions and all that. You know, right? But, so that guy from the Kansas City Royals uh, and Wade Boggs, they had sex, sex addiction. I, that was the first time I heard that. I was like, really? I don't want to get through Sex
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Right. So there's 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 a lot of uh, sickness out there, and uh, I think, like I said, over you know Marion Barry. You know, he he uh, overall, I just thought he was a, a good man, but it was, he was just plagued by, by his addiction. You he, he said it right there, Brett, which is uh, drugs. He just that overcame him. But uh, you know, rest in peace to Marion Barry. Uh, we, he's not forgotten, even though he is gone. He's not forgotten. Also, uh, Brett, big news this week was uh, Ray Rice. He has won his appeal For those that don't know Obviously Ray Rice They had given him a two game suspension And it made it big news Obviously because When you were able to see The inside the elevator Everybody was appalled To Everything going down You couldn't see what was going on You could only You know have an image in your mind what you thought was happening inside the elevator. But once TMZ got that video, Mm -hmm. I don't know, you know, obviously somebody was trying to hush. I don't know if it was the NFL. Mm -hmm. We don't, you know, you know, it's kind of hard to believe the NFL couldn't get access to that film, that video.
2: That's why they, that's why they, uh, they let that uh, case go. You know, they got it overturned. Let them overturn it and we'll shut up because they know they were at fault. There was too many uh, people who seen that document for uh, the
1: commissioner not to see it. Yeah, um, it's almost it's hard for me to believe that you know the commissioner didn't know, but of course they covered it covered his tracks.
2: Oh yeah, he covered it real good. You know, you watch know scandal. Olivia was on the job. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Olivia cleaned this mess up.
2: Cyrus clean cleaners
1: mess up. Yeah, same clean thing. it up, baby, and that's what you know, they did. Even
2: though it's Hollywood, but that's real, real life, real talk.
1: You know, that's how it is, man. That's how it is, exactly. So he was protected. They didn't allow him to go down, but I mean, I, I you know, I, I believe that he knew. And you know, Ray, I'm not saying what Ray did was right. It's definitely not right. He shouldn't touch anybody if you don't want to get hit, you shouldn't be touching anybody. You know, that's the way I was raised. Especially a woman. But, you know, that 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 was just an ugly situation. And, uh, you know, well, Ray made a mistake.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I, I believe that everyone deserves a second chance.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, Ray is again given that chance now. He went to, he went to court and appealed the really double jeopardy type of situation n f l wanted to ban him basically and um he's, he's like yeah he was already punished for, for mm-hmm. two games now we're not no, you know no one agrees necessarily with the two games, but he already had given him punishment yeah. so so now he is free to play football with any any n f l team now of course. Who knows if anybody this year is gonna give him a chance. I don't think anybody's gonna give him a chance this year. Maybe sure. next year. Who knows? But But does he still get paid?
2: Does he that's the thing, does
1: he still get paid since he got cut?
2: You know in football when you get released, you done Nah.
1: No, nah, he doesn't get paid. He mm.
2: and,
1: and football most of the money that you get is your advanced money, so Yeah,
2: yeah,
1: the guarantee that money. Right. A guaranteed part of it that's the only money that you get, and then as you play your games, you earn that contract money. So that's mm-hmm. how football works. not like baseball, where your, money, your money's guaranteed regardless.
2: Yeah, like, like uh, Alex Rodriguez. <laughs> right,
1: exactly. He's sitting, he
2: sitting on that pile, you know? He was sitting on that pile. Right,
1: money's guaranteed, so baseball's totally different than football and, and basketball, too. Guaranteed money, basically, so but, uh, you know, big up to Ray for kind of trying to, you know, the statement he released. I wish I had it in front of me, but basically apologizing to his wife, which when he had his first press conference, I was like, yo, you totally forgot about your wife. His mm-hmm. now wife, He should apologize to her, the first words out of his mouth. Because mm-hmm. she's got to deal with everyone saying, oh, you know, she's the one that got beat. You know, she got beat up going to have to deal with that that's forever marked as well as him you know he's mm-hmm. going to be the first you know he's the reason why they have the rule now they're going to say it's the Ray Rice rule
0: that's
1: that's, that's, that's going to happen so so anything going on at home that's not you know you know that's not right it's the Ray yo he yo he got hit with the Ray Rice rule so uh, unfortunately as an athlete you take the good with the bad. You can make big money. You get endorsements. But when you make a mistake, like Ray made, you got to you got to take the good with the bad. And I think Ray's realizing that. He apologized to his wife for everything that he put her through. And uh, you know, our prayers go out to Ray. And uh, he's welcome to come on the show anytime he wants. If you'd like to, uh, or just any anyone that wants to call in. Uh, Our lines are open As a matter of fact Our lines are 347-843-4738 Give us a shout We still have some time on the clock As they say But um, yeah, Brett uh, Ray is uh, free to play football again And um, we'll see what happens The other thing going down, Brett As you know, here in, in NYC is two legendary, uh, well, I should say a legendary group and a legendary hip-hop artist are going to be performing here in a couple weeks. And I tell you, I'd love to see if we could track one or both. Run DMC, baby, and LL Cool J is doing a concert here in New York. And as far as I know, that's the only concert. It's, and I think it's just about sold out. It's going to be at the Barclays in Brooklyn, so it is a lot of stirring around. Run DMC is back at it, and LL Cool J is back at it as well. From a music standpoint, we see him every you know every week on TV, but uh, he's going to be on the mic, performing his legendary uh, songs, as well as Run DMC. Okay. So it, it it's really great to uh, see them back at it, doing it, because it's not often that you you have at least them doing it. You know, I haven't I haven't heard of LL doing a show in a while. Long time. Run DMC. I know they the were for TV money. A while.
2: TV money's good. <laughs>
1: yeah. So this is uh, it's big, and if you have a chance to experience it. I encourage you to check them out. I forget the date. I want to say it's December 19th. I want to say that's the date. But um, I'm sure to check it out. You'll, you'll be able to see when that date is. I'm actually, as we speak there, Brad, trying to pull it up quickly. Give our listeners the date. And while I'm doing that, Brad, why don't you uh, let the listeners know what's the deal with the Hawaii trip?
2: Okay. I got the Cornbread Hawaiian Explosion at the Gingerbread House, August thirteenth, two thousand fifteen to August eighteenth. It's all inclusive affair. Um, we're gonna have airfare and hotel. We're gonna most of our guests who get their money in early. We're gonna be at the Kahala uh, Hotel and Resort. That's where you can swim with the dolphins in the lagoon outside in the, the pool. Uh, we're gonna have a comedy show that Thursday. Uh, the meet and greet is going to be that Thursday when you get there, and um, we're going to have a comedy show. Uh, Saturday, we're going to have a VIP into the M Club, one of the hottest clubs in, in, in Hawaii. And on Sunday, we're going to have a luau. And that Monday, we're going to come back to the uh, gingerbread house, and we're going to have some exotic cars and birds in front of the house, so you can sit in and take your pictures and take it back home, or post it on Instagram or Facebook and all that, so that's all inclusive uh with the uh Hawaiian explosion. All right, that's the explosion part. Everything you do with me is the explosion. Like right, during the day you can do anything you want. You know, go to the tours and they have tours at the hotels that you can book. at the night life it's gonna be with the bread man, that's the explosion. So, uh check me out. The website is still being built, it's cornbread But you can check me out if you're my Facebook friend. Uh, I'm sending individual uh, links to my Facebook page, to the uh, site, and everything is there. You can check it out. If you got an email, hit me up. You can hit me up at cornbread at comf5.com. If you want to uh, get a personal email of all the inclusive things that's involved. Um, so we're looking forward to seeing everybody. It's going down. I'm looking for at least 200 people, 250, three at the max. You know what I'm i could can top it off at 300, but hey, we can do it, man. I did 50 before and 100 the year after. So here it is, 2015. Let's try to get 300 people loaded up on that plane. Let's hit Hawaii, baby. That's August 13th Go to 18th, 2015. It's called Cornbread's Hawaiian Explosion at a Gingerbread House. Hosted by me. The Big Kahuna.
0: <laughs> that's it,
2: baby.
1: Big Kahuna. I love it.
2: Yeah, that's
1: the Kahuna, baby. <laughs> but a Brett man doing his thing out in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. So uh, make sure you check him out, support him as he does his uh, events. And uh, make sure you you also uh, check out us, L.C. and Jack Radio Show, my man Brett, each and every week. As we roll into 15, we're gonna roll in some interviews. I do promise that. I know we, you know, we got a little sidetracked here. A little change of dates on some of these interviews. So, but uh, it's all good. We had a great, great show today. An opportunity to get uh, up close and personal information in regards to Ferguson and what's happening there. So we appreciate you. And um, I guess spread uh, before we we roll. We do have a caller, so um, why don't we uh, right. take a call? You're live and on the LC and Jack radio show. Who do we have on the line? Hello? You're on the LC and Jack radio show? Speak up. Hello? Hello.
2: They, they shy?
1: they shy? <laughs> they definitely are shy. Don't well, listen to Eric your computer.
0: Code?
1: Don't listen what's to Eric your computer. Code? I don't know where they are. This is a 269 area code, so I have no idea where they're calling from. But 269?
0: Definitely...
1: Yes, are you there? Hello? Oh, they This is the first time calling, you know. Okay, well. When you when you do call in, <laughs> it is live. That's Michigan. So, that's
2: Michigan. Somebody from Michigan calling in. Somebody from,
1: from Michigan, Michigan, yeah.
2: yeah if you're from Michigan, call in, say hello. You're on the LCN Jack radio show. Don't be shy. We ain't going to hurt you. <laughs> we definitely won't. I
1: want to hear what you're talking about.
2: Right? That's a yeah. new caller. That's a new caller. I don't know
1: who that is. Well, yeah, we get them bred up from all over. Yeah, it's uh, it's that's why I, that's why this was so great about the, about the internet is that it's for it's worldwide,
0: mm-hmm.
1: not even just here in the states. You get them from yeah. England.
0: Yeah. you get them from
1: all over the place, baby. That's that's why that's why I love about what we do. We touch people all over the world. Can't forget that it's not just a local thing. You know. We have people all over that That tune in And when we're not live Tune in Because that's what's good All our shows are up On Block Talk Radio And I uh, thank Block Talk For giving us this avenue Of being able to be anywhere And do a show And when the bread man's out and about Wherever, wherever he is He's able to connect And uh when I'm once in a while I'm about Like when I was up in Buffalo Big up to all those people My cousins and family up in Buffalo <laughs> Got a hammered bread With all mm. that snow So they're starting to come back And recuperate there From from all the snow that they got uh, A couple of weeks ago It was crazy mm-hmm. Crazy cool. amount of snow Even for Buffalo And they used to handling All that snow they they had to pull that game out And I'm sure the Jets Wish that they played in Buffalo Maybe they would have had a better outcome <laughs> no, I don't <laughs> <They> think so <laughs> got, They got hammered Up yeah. in Detroit so, so so big up the B- Buffalo Bills Big up everyone up in the Buffalo area For uh, hanging in there And and uh, staying, staying positive Because something like that can be very frustrating Not able to get out and I'll tell you, that so much snow there. It was unbelievable. And it, this yeah, was over very, over like two or three days. It just got hammered.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So so big up to everybody up in Buffalo, all our listeners up there. And uh, you know, keep the faith, stay strong. I know it's early in the season too, to be getting that much snow. So it definitely was uh, historic in that in that sense. So, um, hit us up again. We'll be on uh, another few minutes here, 347 843 4738. Up close and personal, Urban Talk Radio. Hit us up, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, or drop us an email, lcandjack at gmail.com. You got any uh, shout outs there, Brad, before we wrap the show? Okay, I want to. Give a shout out to the uh, few guests who
2: are on board already for the uh, cornbread explosion. Miss Adria Wood, my man Sonny Warren, my cousin Latoya Brown Sugar, Mike Gott, who called in earlier, uh, Talisha Garrison, Tanya Terrell. And one of my uh homeboy's wife, they they gonna fly back to Hawaii because they in San Diego so they they were stationed over there. Ms. Melanie Sawyer Kitchen and her husband Demont. Those are the ones that are on board so far. Still early in the game, you got plenty of time. Uh just check out the uh, the Hawaiian page on my Facebook or send me a personal email at Cornbread uh cornbread at comf five dot com and I'll send you the itinerary. And the prices and everything that's included in the all-exclusive uh, trip is coming up August thirteenth, two 2015 through August eighteenth, 2015. We're going to be at the Gingerbread House for the meet and greet, and then from there, the explosion begins.
1: Gingerbread House, wow. That's yeah, that's hungry, why I picked it
2: because it got bread in there. You know what (laughs) I'm (laughs)
1: saying?
2: It's a a historic house it has been in movies and all. I could have got another house, but I was like, you know what? It got gingerbread. That's a nice ring. I like that. And it looks like a gingerbread house. You look at it. Got a nice swimming pool in the back. Got a barbecue uh, area. Got lounge chairs. Palm trees, man. Tell you, man. Every day I'm going to post some new stuff on there. uh, What's going down. You know, everything that's involved in the itinerary. that's a part of the explosion. I'm going to post up on the um, events page so everybody can get excited and get ready. Bring your bathing suit, bring your suntan oils, your flip-flops, what have you. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be a stone-cold gas like the late Don Carmelius used to say.
1: I'm taking over, baby. (laughs) That's what's good. That is what's good. And, And talking about that, the Soul Train Awards are actually... Tomorrow, there, Brad. So
0: yeah, yeah if you're not doing yeah, yeah. anything.
1: Make sure you tune in. Just segue, just segue. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> great segue. Yeah, the BET Awards uh, with our Girl Wendy Williams. Mm, yes, we
0: hosting.
1: love Wendy. You know, yeah. Wendy's Wendy is hosting. Mm. So I I know that's a first for her. She's doing a lot of things now. Oh, and and before we go there, Brad, I would probably forget about it. Might as well, I, We got a couple more minutes here. But um don't know if you had a chance to check out the Aaliyah movie. Mm. No, Did you get a chance to check that out here? Uh, it was about yeah. two weeks ago.
0: Mm-hmm. It
1: was on, and I tell you, social media, it could be good for you, or it could be pretty bad. Mm. And uh, they were just killing the movie. Mm. Uh, it was online, and it was ugly. So... Mm. Yeah, it was ugly. I thought that um, you know, see, this version was not supported by the family, and mm. didn't agree on it. And I, you know, I watched it, and I thought they focused too much on her and R. Kelly.
2: Oh, okay. That right happens. off the bat, they mm. didn't
1: really give any backdrop to. I wanted to see, you know, if I'm going to see that type of movie, let me find out kind of how she got started. They really mm. glanced over that quickly
0: mm-hmm. and
1: didn't get into, you know, her as a child and all that stuff. They did very briefly, but I, I just thought that to make it a nice a really nice um movie they could have focused in on a positive
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they this kinda gone into one into with her and R. Kelly and and uh, you know, how they their portrayal of Aaliyah And and him, how they got involved, and how they Mm -hmm. got married, and Mm -hmm. so, and I I thought that was really the wrong way to kind of tackle a movie like that because a lot of people have only positive things about Aaliyah. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So you're gonna come at it because uh, obviously during that time the internet was there was no way of you getting the information like now.
0: Yeah. Now um, everything's
1: different. Everything is instantaneous. There's no mm-hmm. secrets. And back then, yeah, you, you kind of... It was a
2: taboo. It was a taboo back then.
1: Yeah. Right, right. So, so you really didn't know, you know, it was speculation. You know, they got married. They were seeing each other, whatever the case is. And I, I just thought that they could have just did a better... Just portrayed the whole the whole story a lot better. It just was not, uh, it, you know, it was not done as as good as it could have been, and it just, um, you know, it's unfortunate that, she, you know, she was so young, and the one thing that you did take away from it was that she was so talented, and the girl that played her, I thought, played pretty well because they could not use any of Leah's real vocals, Mm -hmm. Everything was done by And I wish In the next show I will have her name I totally Mm -hmm. Forgot what her The girl that portrayed Aaliyah I thought she did a phenomenal job Especially on the vocal part And I thought she did a very, very good job At doing it And You know, unfortunately That movie just wasn't well done Mm
0: -hmm.
1: But, uh Like I said I, I thought, um it was, it, you know, it made me think about uh, Leah's music. And, you know, I don't hear it as much as you mm-hmm. as you would like to hear it, but I, it made me actually go on my podcast now for music and pull up her, her music. You know, here and there you hear her her, her music. and But, uh, you know, actually watching that movie, I was like, wow. When she did this, one in a million, when she did you know, the joints with R. Kelly, I mean, it was blazing, really talented. And she was, I believe, only 23 before she passed away. Tragic mm-hmm. airplane accident. And But um, like I said, it was, you know, I wanted to tune in and check it out. There was a lot of hype behind this movie that, you know, how good it was going to be. And unfortunately, I don't think it was that well. Produced And Social media Was right on point With that too They Definitely didn't like the movie And her family Didn't sign off on it So Maybe we'll get another version That her family Signs off on And And uh, Wants to put out So I don't know What's happening with that But Like I said The The, the movie itself Was just not really done well mm-hmm. I did, did Did think Aaliyah's uh the person that portrayed Aaliyah did a phenomenal job as far as the music piece. And I think that you know, I was very surprised because the the family would not grant
0: mm-hmm.
1: Aaliyah's vocals to be used in a movie. Okay. So um you know, maybe our maybe our audience next week can uh you know give us a shout and let us know what they thought but my uh oh, so her name is is Tiana Taylor. Okay. Young lady who portrayed Aaliyah in the movie. So um Oh wait a minute, I'll take that back. I think uh Tiana Taylor was the first one that was casted and as they started the movie She decided not to portray it Not to because she didn't believe In in, um, The way it was done Yeah So the actress Who actually portrayed her I want to say is Not sure I'm still trying to gather That information as we speak Brad But I will have it next week My apologies But it just hit me uh, of the movie, and I almost forgot about it, but um, like I said, it was the movie was wasn't well done, and um you know and it and it focused to me in my in my uh opinion just too much on the negative about Aaliyah what she didn't really know you know i don't I don't know if she really married uh R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. You know, they wanted to that whole thing and so like I said, it it just could have been done a little bit better. You could have touched on that, but it could have just been done a little bit big you know, in a different mm-hmm. way. It's all how things are done and, and portrayed. But um again, Brad, uh it's been a great show. Uh let's thank think again uh I believe it was Jane Moore.
2: Mary Moore. Mary Moore.
1: Mary Moore. My apologies, Mary. Yeah, uh, big Jane. up to
0: you <laughs> yeah, That's
1: it You know for, for calling in And um, giving us that um, Information Live and direct from Ferguson Down there in St. Louis So uh, please Keep us in the loop Let us know what's going on there Whatever we can do again from For what we can And the people we reach Will do so uh, make sure you hit us up again, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, or email LC and Jack, L-C-A-N-D-J-A-C-K, at gmail.com. You got anything, Brad, before we uh, hit, the, hit the button <laughs> until yeah, next man, week? I'm
2: about, I'm about to um, head over to um, the Ale House and meet up with some of the boys, Norman and Skip and, and I think John Gonzalez is going to watch the FSU and Florida games. Over at the Air House in Deer Park. Yeah, so that's going to be a, a good look you know, this holiday weekend. We're going to hang out and watch some good football, college football. Go that's, what's yes, that's what's
1: good. That's what's good. I'm going to have to swing by and join you, distinguished gentlemen. And um, whatever you do, please be safe. It is a great, great holiday weekend. Before you know it, Christmas will be knocking on our door so enjoy the last couple days of the long weekend and uh make sure you tune in next week to the next edition of the LC and Jack radio show till then stay safe stay sound god bless
2: Peace.